Welcome back to Issue Spotting, where three law students, Kelsey, Alyssa, and Jack, talk about film. Follow us on Spotify and Anchor.fm. So we're going to jump right in. Today, we're going to talk about horror movies. Um, and I think it's a fitting topic because we're in October. So we kind of wanted to like go with the theme. Yeah. Yeah. This is the month for horror movies. Yeah. So let's get it in while we still can. Um, I am the group's unabashed fan of horror movies. Yeah. Uh, the my other two member, uh, the other two members of the podcast, I think like them, but are maybe more skeptical than I am. I just don't enjoy them. Okay, so I, you just I, don't like them. Okay. I just think I've been inundated with such bad yeah. quality horror films that I don't have any incentive to. They like, all look the same. Mm. So I don't have any incentive, but I do like 20th century horror films, like classics, mm-hmm. always, but nothing as of lately. Yeah. No, I am just not a fan, really. I I think what it is is because horror is a genre that is made to inflict fear, right, in the viewer. Okay. And I just don't want to be scared. Okay. <laughs> you know, like, and, and the thing is, most people that I know that like horror movies, they think it's funny. That's, that's like, often what I hear. Well, like, don't put me on that list. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, like, Evan, for ex- okay. example, um, he was our guest on last week's episode. Uh-huh. He, um, he always says how horror just doesn't scare him. Mm. And, um, I cannot say the same. It's just uncomfortable. Yeah. And I think yeah. that, and, and that's what it's meant to do. Like right. it's meant to be uncomfortable. It's meant to be gory. It's meant to be disturbing. Um, and I can watch certain genres of horror films. Like mm-hmm. I could maybe do like the slasher film or like, um, yeah, but that's, that's yeah. really it. I'm not into like, the paranormal activity, mm-hmm. exorcism, okay, religious symbols, like sim, like symbols mixed in with yeah. it. and I think that's also why some people don't like horror movies too, is because it is realistic and like some of like their faith maybe has like incorporates things that are seen in these movies, such yeah. as like exorcisms or just like darker stuff. Yeah. Um, like demonic stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, fe- it feeds on your innate like fears of whatever that may be. And I think that that's part of the reason why I want to like horror films, but I also don't want to be uncomfortable during half the movie. Like I still sometimes mm-hmm. cover my eyes during Chucky the Killer Doll. And I see it three <laughs> times. Like I'm such a baby. And it's like, that's, I don't know, I, but I agree. Um, can we just, like, quickly do a little rapid fire and talk about our top three fave films, horror films? Sure. Sure. Yeah. Um, Alyssa, you could go first. Do you have it? Sure. <laughs> so I really like The Shining, mm-hmm. Psycho, and probably Rosemary's Baby, mm-hmm. or, like, the Freddy versus Jason series. Okay, here we go. Yeah. Um, was that a was that like a little was that a laugh in agreement or was that like a Freddy versus Jason really? <laughs> no, it's a, it, I I think that that gets a category 
of horror movies that you picked like that is distinct from the other two. Mm-hmm. So I think that shows kind of the, the different ways that a horror movie can go. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't seen any of those. I know Shining's a classic. Rosemary's Baby's a classic. Psycho. Psycho. Alfred Hitchcock. Yeah. Yeah. Psycho's classic too. I haven't seen, I mean, but you know me, I haven't seen any movies before like yeah. 1970s yeah. besides like godfather and like well, you reference that for girls of the genre we're talking about you're like the godfather <laughs> yeah and and um roman's holiday yeah. um so yeah i haven't seen all like any of those classics but i've always wanted to watch the shining mm-hmm. um and have you seen the kind of the spinoff um called dr sleep yeah it's not out yet yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. i saw it when i went to go see the joker on tuesday um, like the trailer was mm-hmm. showing and I mean, I haven't seen the shiny, so I don't actually know like how similarly they're tied to one another, but it's the boy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's what I assume. Can yeah. I go on a brief tangent really quickly? Did you guys see the new, the newer version of it? Yeah. I just did last week. And did I you think it was good. Uh, the first one I thought was really good. Second one is, yeah. Um, it's tough. Stephen King He's one of my favorite authors. His his books are really hard to put into a movie for a lot of reasons. The main one being, and this is like all this is so prevalent in it part it chapter two, like it's brought up all the time. He doesn't know how to end it. He he he's his endings are most people find them really unsatisfactory. Most books do end poorly for him. He just he can't wrap it up well. And so much of his books are about character development in ways that you can't really put it's more internal you know it's it, you're reading into the thoughts of characters mm-hmm. and that's really hard to do in a movie right. um and also i think books to movies in general but his books are generally pretty long mm-hmm. and how are you going to turn a thousand page book into a mm-hmm. you know two-hour movie so i thought the first one was actually really good um the second one it just suffers from the ending i think um and with Stephen King, especially, we're talking about uh, Doctor Sleep. He has this weird, like, mythology. Like the idea of The Shining is that there's like this shine that people have, this secret power yeah. that people have, and things will come to like attack that. And that's a weird concept in general. So when you're reading a book, it's easier to kind of buy into that. When you're watching a movie and you're seeing how it's put, that's kind of harder. The Shining did it well. I don't know if Dr. Sleep will do it well, but I think that's why a lot of his books suffer in their movie adaptations because his concepts are weird. Yeah. Um, and, th- and that sucks kind of because when you're so like original and mm-hmm. create like a dystopian fantasy fiction, you know, universe mm-hmm. and it reads so well, but then you're not able to like create that yeah. on that same level. It just it that sucks. I mean, and that's why I'm a reader. Yeah. Is, and I love watching movies too, but I often enjoy the book mm-hmm. more than the movie. But we'll talk about that on the book adaption episode. Um, <laughs> Jack, yeah, favorite. Yeah. Um, I bet I'm glad Alyssa brought up Psycho because I was a thing of that, and uh, that's I would say that makes my top three. I had to watch that for a class I took on film in uh, in undergrad, and I was like skeptical going in. But it's so good. It's I. It's it's fantastic. Uh, then the other two, 
I would say that's number three. Number two for me would be It Follows. I think is really good. Mm-hmm. Um, that movie scared me so bad. <laughs> it Follows. It Follows is, it was explained to me as it's a sexually transmitted curse. Mm-hmm. So the idea is when you have, after one person has the curse and it's this thing, that the it and that, and it follows you and you don't want it to get to you. But the way you pass it on is you have sex with someone. Then they get it. And it follows them. What year was this? I feel like 2014. 20 it was I mean, around that range. It's on Is this about the girl who like cheated on her girlfriend? Mm-hmm. It's something else. Nothing. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Strike that. Um if I was really good, it will really it really scared me. Um and then number one for me is hereditary, which I talk about a lot. Um really scared me. I saw it when it came out the summer before law school. So that's summer twenty 18, right? So a year and a half ago about. And not a week has gone by that I haven't thought about it once. Oh, wow. Yeah, it has has had that much staying power with me. And it was a movie that when I left the theater, I thought it was okay. And then immediately when I got home, I was thinking nonstop about it. And And that's when he knew. It changed his life. (laughs) (laughs) That movie has stuck with me. It followed you. It followed me. Yeah, there we go. That's that's what it put. Great content. Wait, I just want to say I've heard so many good things about Hereditary and mm-hmm. I've rewatched the trailer like three times because I'm trying to I'm trying to find why what like incentivize people to go see it. Is yeah. it did you think the trailer looked good? Or are you just like I love I, horror this... I thought the trailer the trailer scared me. The I didn't get it. I'm like the, the, so the clicking really scared the clicking's in the trailer. That's what I remember from it. Yeah the clicking and, but like the creepy little girl and the yeah. grandma I'm like what's up? The relationship. Movie, like, the, it's like, maybe I'm just like not in And it's, it's really interesting too because the movie, you don't think by the things that happen in the movie, I'm not going to try, I'm going to try my best not to spoil anything, but by what happens, you think, oh, the trailer doesn't connect to it at all. It was like one of those showers that doesn't make any sense. But by the end, you're like, oh my God, I get how it all, I get, like, if, like, watching the shower now, I'd be like, oh yeah, that makes sense. But in the middle of the movie, I'm like, that trailer was a total fake out. Where yeah. the hell are we going with this? Yeah. But it all connects in this insane way. The, the last half hour, 45 minutes of that movie are like just insanity. It, the, the reason I think it's so good is that he does something, uh, the director puts you, he, he puts you on edge. And what I don't like about horror movies is when they let you off, like they, when they get you on edge and then they, they give you a break. He puts you on edge and he keeps Are you say this? No. <laughs> but he keeps you on edge. Because I'm I'm there because I, I you know I'm I'm bought in at that point. So he keeps you on edge purposefully and he makes you he makes it look like you're in that, like you're in the movie, like you're another character there. And he just he strings you on, he strings you on, and then the last like half hour, 45 minutes are just like it all explodes and you're just like, what is going on? It's psychological or is it just like, is it a little bit? Okay. At, with without without spoiling it, I couldn't explain it because if I if I even explain what happens to you, you'd be like, "That sounds so dumb." But when you're watching it, you're like, "Hell yeah!" <laughs> like I am. Hell yeah! I mean, or hell no. I don't know. Depending on it, I felt both during it. Yeah. So. Oh wow. Okay, so you guys are gonna call me frauds and fakes because <laughs> the three movies I have uh-huh. aren't act. They are horror movies, but like. We were calling stuff horror adjacent earlier. Yeah. yeah. For sure. So I would say get out. 
I think that's hard. Yeah. And yeah. that's a good one. Okay, yeah. I would say a, a quiet place. I I that? loved a quiet place. I quiet loved it. Yeah. <laughs> and I really like Silence of the Lambs. Silence yeah. of the Lambs was also a quality. Yeah. quality okay, okay. Yeah. Those I, are those are qualified. The thing is, I. Also, I think the reason why for those movies to me are digestible and like entertaining mm-hmm. is because there's some psychological component to it, and it's not. And the, there's not many. I mean, there's jump scares, but it's not like terrifying. Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I think, and I, I was explaining this to Alyssa earlier. My stance on horror movies is that, and I think this is where the genre hopefully is going you need to have a solid story around it. When you make a movie around jump scares, when that's the whole point of the movie is just to quickly frighten people, that is not going to be a good movie. You need to have a good story that is the backbone of that. And you can put in jumps. I don't love jump scares, but I get their purpose. I think it's a lot better when you make someone scared for they don't even know why nothing has happened nothing jumps out but you just have this feeling of, and that's what hereditary does really you have to just have this feeling of dread you're like this is awful i <laughs> like i can i hate myself yeah, what's this yeah. <laughs> uh, i can like you can feel like viscerally like i don't like where this is going something doesn't feel right yeah movies don't even have to do that but i think horror movies don't have to do that but i think as long as there's a a base of a of a story there, a quiet place, I think does that really good. Yeah, you buy into this family. Yeah, there's an emotional component with that family. And there are jump scares in that for sure. Um, yeah. but the, because of that strong story, it's you can have the jump scares. They yeah. they serve their purpose where they get you, but then you're like, okay, I'm back in on the mm-hmm. that got me. I'm back in on this story. Let's see where this goes. So. Yeah. And I mean, I feel like it's the same with Get Out as well. Mm-hmm. Like the beginning starts off as like maybe like a romance or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, you know, meet the family. Yeah. Did I just stumble into a romance? <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, there's like an ominous feeling just like throughout the yes. movie. And that's, I mean, for me, that is entertaining. I feel like, I don't, I don't like the feeling of like, Oh, it's in my face and it's scaring me, but I just like how, like, and that's why I like psychological thrillers because it's like, there's like all these pieces to the puzzle. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's a terrifying put like picture, <laughs> yeah. but it's like, as the pieces come together yeah. and then in the end, when like, it flips and like the bee drops yeah. and it's like, Oh my God, that's, that's wild or that's crazy. And so. Well, that's yeah. what I'm really happy that directors like Jordan Peele are, are not only like entering the horror space, but like they seem like committed to it. Like yeah. they're actually building the genre because a good director can do that mm-hmm. and you need the good story and everything. But a director is a person who really puts all those pieces together. Yeah. As long as you have a good story, you can do that. So I think having people like him, come in these not necessarily accomplished but these like visionaries really mm-hmm. come in i really love get out we've talked about us before yeah. i thought it fell flat but it was that i at least yeah. loved the idea and the yeah. attempt what he tried to do and he I guess i'd rather say you know I, I like that we're having people who are trying bold things mm-hmm. and if it's not good that's fine i'd rather you try and fail not I'm not saying it's failure but i'd rather you try and fall flat than not try at all so yeah i know you and I, Jack, yeah. we talked about um, like the difference between Get Out and Us, mm-hmm. and like why we thought one was better than the other. And I think a lot of that could have been because Get Out was such a great film that it was just such a fast turnover. 
mm-hmm. know? And, like, it's not that the project was rushed or that the writing was rushed, but it could have... In there's with you, you're from what I when when we talk, mm. you like the picture to be complete. You don't like holes at all. Like you like the, you know what I mean. Like, I get what you mean. I the only caveat I'd say is if there are holes, I want them to be purposeful. Like okay. I'm letting the viewer put this in, not oh I didn't think of that. Whenever there's an idea, whenever there's a part of like I didn't think of that. Mm-hmm. And let me just patch over an explanation or not even address it and hope viewers don't notice. Yeah. That's what I don't like. But I get your point. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and that is like when we were having the conversation about Game of Thrones last season. Oh, my God. I could, <laughs> that could be an entire podcast on its own. How disappointed I was in that. Ugh. Yeah. Like yeah. just the holes. Yeah, yeah. 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 And I the felt. The non explanations. Yeah. And I felt that way about us um, that it, the first part of it's so good. And the explanation to it starts good, but then when you start to really think about it, you're like, this doesn't make any sense. <laughs> like, it's not just leaving holes. It's like, oh, here's an explanation, but don't look at it too long because once that poster falls, you're going to see the biggest hole you've ever seen in your life. <laughs> I'm being dramatic, but that's, but that's the idea. It's like, it, it doesn't hold up to any scrutiny. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no. So, um, have you and you guys have seen Silence of the Lambs? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. 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 I mean, to me, that's a classic. Hannibal Lecter, Mm -hmm. huge fan. Mm -hmm. Oh, and wait, what do you guys think? American Psycho is a horror film, or no? That's more of a psychological thriller. It's like a psychological thriller to me. Um, Yeah, I feel like when you're so focused on sort of like dissecting a character's like state of mind. Like it just, it, it was more about like, is he a psycho? And less of like, like, I mean, I I think there needs to be some type of jump scares. Were you scared during American Psycho? Well, that one part where he puts on Phil Collins Mm -hmm. (laughs) and, you know, brings out the, what is it? Like, no, no, no. It was like a, Act? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I was kind of like <laughs> frightened, <laughs> you know. Um, but yeah, I, I also maybe wouldn't necessarily call that a horror film too. Like, it, there is some overlap with psychological yeah. thrillers and horror, mm-hmm. and I love. It's crazy because I love psychological thrillers, but I'm not a fan of horror. And I think part of that is your potentially. Correct mm-hmm. me if I'm wrong, but your own classification of stuff too. Okay. Um, especially with, I think a lot of movies we've talked about have really good acting. True. Right. And yeah. I think that's indicative of just a good movie in general, mm-hmm. but when not only you, but when they, when something is classified as a horror movie, it is put into a box that will not be as successful as a psychological thriller. Mm-hmm. Like, <clears throat> I think, that the horror movie has, or sorry, the horror, the horror genre has created the its own um, box by the by the low budget movies. It's created its own box that it's really hard to get out of that and be mainstream successful and um, win awards yeah. like Silence of the Lambs did yeah. um, and be considered that tier of movie. So people who like the movie and people who are promoting it are going to classify it as something else because you don't want to be associated with 
you know, the slasher movies, which I think serve a purpose, but that has those types of movies, I think, for a while were horror movies. That was it. If you're gonna make one, it had to be that kind of movie. Yeah. Whether it was a doll or <laughs> a kid who drowned in a Trigger. lake or someone who burned in a fire, they just found, okay, how can we create this kind of terrifying monster that just chases you? That it, it just gonna hack you down. Yeah. I was when I before I got here, I was looking at just like diff, like how the horror genre has like evolved and developed. Mm-hmm. And there are, like, you know, those different themes yeah. of, and I, th- and I think that's true in, in some capacity that um, slasher films have, I think it's because they were so low budget. Oh, yeah. <laughs> A lot mm-hmm. of them. Um, it, and they made it, tons of money. It kind of tainted the genre. Yeah, I th- that know? was the dominant genre for a long time. We're past that. I think we probably have passed that for ten years, or maybe, yeah. maybe even more. Um, but I feel like it's beyond just like like the low budget. I also think that in like strictly horror films, at least in the two thousands and like nineties, mm-hmm. it just feels like it, it's so cliche. Yeah. Like there's no character development. Yeah. There's it's very like ooh, like I'm scared. Like how many mm-hmm. times can we scare the audience? But it's the same cliche characters with like the yeah. one black guy, like the ditzy girl, and yeah. like the random jock who's like sleeping with the ditzy girl, yeah. and um, that's kind of the extent of it. Versus psychological thrillers, like there's some character development, you become invested in the characters, mm-hmm. and emotionally, like emotionally invested to the point where when you start hearing the dramatic symphony, you're like, oh, you get filled with dread, and you're mm-hmm. like, you know, because you you've already at that point invested in the characters. And I think that that to me is the difference between horror films the last like 20 years and the ways in which like psychological thrillers have been able to evolve throughout like the last mm-hmm. 20, 30 years. Yeah. Like it builds rather than kind of plateaus. Mm-hmm. The only thing that I would say as far as that is I, I do think that we're finally with good actors yeah. and like, you know, a, a good budget and great directors and, mm-hmm. and screenwriters, like we're getting maybe out of that, hopefully. And I mm-hmm. think, um, but I feel like the the movies we've mentioned that are really good have been psychological films, like Hereditary, Get Out. Like they're kind of like psychological thrillers. So you wouldn't classify that? Are you? Are you? Would say I would. Okay, you would I, say that's. I think it's either no, way. No, no, I, I get your point. Yeah. Um, but part of that is, I think, because you are classifying them yourself as mm-hmm. psychological thrillers have more development, horror movies mm-hmm. don't. So because these films have development, mm-hmm. you're saying they fit more into this box. <clears throat> like, I think Get Out has a huge psychological component to me. And 100%, I think that, yeah. that's why I'm more leaning towards, like, thriller. No, I get that point, yeah. Horror. But yeah, maybe it's just because it's my skewed version of what horror means and how horror has sort of yeah developed or not yeah. during the past like 50 years. And I, yeah, I was gonna, I think it's not just how you're seeing it, but it's also how the genre has said has seen itself. Yeah. Um Yeah. And that's that's kind of what I was gonna say as far as like yes, no no no. There I like now what we're seeing that I think is making the genre a little bit more digestible is like these quality character developments mm-hmm. and then they're also adding like issues of class or issues mm-hmm. of race or issues of um 
just like society, you know, mental health, whatever that category yeah. is. And I think that is what what's really attractive to people Definitely. too, because it's taking it out of like this fantasy, um, you know, oh, that would never happen mm-hmm. or why'd you go down there yeah. when you, you know, it's yeah. like, why'd you go down there? <laughs> <laughs> why'd you go down to the dark basement where you hear clicking noises? <laughs> like, you know, to more like, Oh, you know, we we're seeing a, a accurate reflection of society in horror mm-hmm. films, um, and and I think that that's what's attractive yeah. and why people are interested in it. But then there's also I feel like super classic horror movies that, and I'm not sure because I haven't seen them, <laughs> but but like Midsommar, for example, yeah. like that doesn't have those like new age kind of dynamics. Right, what are like, the new age as far as like a political kind of mm. symbolic thing or a, a race uh, or a gender, I, I think it has a lot of uh, relationship dynamics. Okay, and, uh, I think that's I think that's really what it's about. Is yeah, a, is a is a relationship and how that can be good and bad. Yeah, I mean that's what I mean. Another guest from last episode, Carrie, she talked about how Midsommar is just like a breakup movie. Yeah, yeah, that's the idea. I didn't know she saw it. Yeah, Yeah, she she watched it with Evan. But, um, yeah, and I I refused to see Midsommar, um, and that was because of what Jack told me. Yeah, very gory. (laughs) And when I say very gory, there is one specific scene where and it's a really important scene, and you should, if you're going to watch the movie, you should see the scene, but you have to be willing to see things that done to a human body that you didn't, that you're not going to want to see again. You know what's so crazy? <laughs> I'm just casually going off of my, um, like, abrupt thought as you said that. I really like the show Snapped. Like, I love true crime, mm, but, like, mm-hmm. for some reason, like, real life true crime, <laughs> like murder. Yeah. But for some reason, seeing it in a movie it just feels too realistic. <laughs> but, yeah, anyway. Sorry. <laughs> sorry for derailing. No. It's a good yeah. position, though, yeah. Um, but, yeah. No, I mean, you... I, I've heard that there's... Especially with that director, there's just like these super yeah. disturbing. Yeah, it's hereditary too. There's graphic a really graphic. Scenes. There's there's a really graphic scene that you're gonna think, why is this in here? And I think <laughs> I think he does it. And I mentioned this before. He wants to make you feel like you are in this situation. He like almost includes you as a character and says, "This is what the, this is what they're going through. This is what the characters are going through. You have to go through it too. Sometimes you have to go through it worse." Because you, you, you can look away, but then why are you watching this? Like, you're watching this because you want to be part of this. This is what you're looking at. This yeah. is the situation. Look at it. Stare look at that. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and, and he definitely puts things like that, not just to make you uncomfortable, mm-hmm. which is a big part of it, but also to, like, take you out of, take you out of, like, the movie itself and think, like, this is, this, it, you're watching a story. This really just happened to these people. Mm-hmm. And is it a, a, just like a gore effect or it, is there a higher purpose? I think there's a higher purpose, but I think it depends if you like the movie. Really, I, I think I found a higher purpose for both of them. And I like Hereditary a lot more than I like Midsummer. I thought it was Midsummer was good, um, not great. Mm-hmm. It hasn't stuck with me like Hereditary did. Uh, but um, I think both, both the gory scenes in there, they did have a purpose. Part of the purpose is definitely to just like it's a it's a signal to you like 
this is when things are going to start to be like, this is the time to start feeling comfortable. It's almost like, cause they're both, I think both in the parts of movie where it's like, boom, now it's getting real. It's very sad. It's very abrupt. I very say. abrupt. And yeah. it's like meant to take you out of not yeah. only your comfort zone, but take you out of being the viewer and like almost invite you in to feel what the characters are feeling. That's what I think the purpose is. I'm sure there's more yeah. nuanced views on that. But I, Why can directors never make an equally good second movie for horror films? I mean, the, the, the concept for albums, because it's always your first album's better than yeah. the follow-up. Alanis Morissette said, you have your whole life to write your first album. You got six months to write your second. Mm -hmm. So I think you have, they have all these ideas for their first one. They're, for anything, your first anything, your first creative project, you spend your whole life picking up the perfectly... The follow-up is never as good. Yeah. But then maybe the third, maybe they can rebound for the third. You never know. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think this is all the time that we have. But um, it's October. Step out of your comfort zone. <laughs> watch a horror movie. Be terrified. Um, Hell yeah. And Jack, I would say your recommendation is Hereditary. Yeah, it's on Amazon Prime last I checked. Okay. It follows on Netflix. It's also really good. That's more of a classic. Okay. It's slasher-ish, but it's mm -hmm. different in a way that I think is really yeah. worth seeing. Alyssa, any recommendations? <clears throat> I haven't seen any current horror psycho-thriller movies since Us. <laughs> so I have none. I'm sorry, guys. Yeah, and I don't really have any. <laughs> I mean, I could probably say Get Out, Us, um, I Like the Purge, <laughs> you know, those are some classics. But all right. Thanks for listening. Bye. Yes.